What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to the NerdWide Podcast. This is a very special one, and we're going to have a lot of fun with this one, especially if you watch on YouTube. We are going to be going through a lot of these trailers that came out from San Diego Comic-Con today. Um, we're going to talk about all the panels with DCEU or the Warner Brothers, whichever one you want to call it, Marvel Animations panel, and the MCU Mega panel. That was only just an hour long, but feels like we got so much out of that, and we're going to break it all down for everybody. Uh, but if you want to watch these trailers along with us, I try to make sure the audio is right. So if you're a listener, I do apologize. Let me know in the comments or email us at nerdwide at gmail.com and let me know if the audio was wrong. But we're going to test it out. And we're going to see you real quick. We tried to do it last night and this morning, so we should be good to go. But we're going to get this going. But first, welcome everybody back to the Nerdwide Podcast. This is episode 79. This is going to be the San Diego 2022 Comic-Con Um I'll guess breakdown, I guess is what we'll call it. Uh, I'm your host, Tyler Haynes, with my good friend and co-host, Chris Rivers. You excited? What's going on, everybody? This Yo, is, I'm, I'm really excited. This, this is, is going to be, be fun. Um, yeah. Uh, we worked on a lot of things last night and did some new things for the YouTube people. That's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm just excited to watch these trailers with Chris and get our interactions. We have watched... I've watched all of these several times. Chris hasn't watched the DC stuff, but he has seen, and I am Groot, but he has seen everything else. So just to get excited because we're going to talk about it and then we're going to have some fun with it. So let's get right into everything with our housekeeping real quick. Don't forget to subscribe to either our YouTube or podcasting service of your choice. If you enjoy the show, make sure you leave a thumbs up on our YouTube or give us a good rating or whatever podcasting app you use. If you don't enjoy what you see or hear, make sure you leave us a comment. Let us know how we can improve this show. As always, if you can go to Extra Mile, you can always go to patreon.com slash nerdwide. Three different tiers for three different monetary options there. Uh, if you want to help out us there, that's the way to do it. Uh, without further ado, Chris, do you want to jump into everything real quick? Let's jump into everything. We are getting our main articles and everything. We're going to thedirect.com. This is the best place I saw that broke it all down into all with clickable links and everything. And this is by John McBrien. And John, we thank you for this because you did an excellent job. So we're going to start with DCEU. Uh, the DC Comic Con panel delivered new on Shazam Fury of the Gods and Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam, but sadly disappointed on rumors of Henry Cavill's Superman news. It was rumored he was going to be there, but uh, it was not for Warner Brothers. I forgot it's for a different project he's been working on, but um, didn't even make an appearance. So, yeah, which yeah. is to each throne, I guess. And then, I shared an article to you actually during the week mm-hmm. uh, of someone theorizing that Tyler Hecklin might be bound for the DCEU. Mm, I mean, I know I would be okay with it. I'm pretty sure you'd be okay with that too. I'd be okay with it. And. But we didn't get anything this week. I don't even think uh, Superman and Lois was even there because I hadn't seen no. anything out of it. And I'm like, that's a missed opportunity. But I guess CW yeah. um, didn't want to do it that way. But we're going to start off with Shazam! Fury of the Gods. And the, the official trailer debuted. And you know what? We're going to watch it right now. Let's press some buttons here. And hopefully nothing breaks. So, Chris, I'm going to share my screen to you first for I appreciate it. this page. I'll look. And then yeah. I'm going to do this. There, there's Zachary Levi. There is Zachary and, Levi. And no matter how often I see him, every time I see him, the first thought that crosses my mind is Chuck. Yeah, every single time. And someone even asked him that would uh would Chuck be friends with uh guy plays Shazam with the with Shazam? And he's like, Well, yeah, absolutely. He's a big nerd and he loves superheroes, so 
so let's watch this trailer. This is our first one for Shazam Fury of the Gods. And Chris, it's, it's a good one. Here we go. I'm an idiot. It's showtime! I don't deserve these powers, if I'm being honest. Like, what am I even contributing? Ow! There's already a superhero with a red suit with a lightning bolt on it. Not Aquaman much longer. literally huge and he's so manly. And Batman is so cool. And I'm just me. I feel like a fraud. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, <laughs> the wizard gave me superpowers. And then everybody got superpowers. Where's everyone going? To fight crime? Okay. Now everyone's kind of like doing their own thing, and I'm the only one trying to keep it together. You understand I'm a pediatrician, right? Come on! Now let's get down to business. business Listen to me, Billy. The fate of the world depends on it. The daughters of Atlas are coming for you. Children stole the power of all the gods. This is very personal, Billy. Look, I might not have as much experience as you because I'm not super old like you, <laughs> but I've seen all of the Fast and the Furious movies, lady. It's all about family! Family! Guys, that was the signal! Introducing the star of our show! His name is Sam! So cool. Yeah. A dragon. I love my life. <laughs> and it, it's really good because it's uh the music helps with it a lot too. So yeah, I thought that was a lot. Yeah, of fun. absolutely. Uh, Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu looked. Both of them looked great. Yeah. Um, and I get chills every time watching that trailer because it's just so it's very well cut. And one of the only DCE products that I feel like uh, knows what in the world they're doing, and mm -hmm. even with the sequel, with the, it's just, that's a great trailer too. Um, had a little bit of jokes in there. Uh, still had about family. The family joke with uh, Fast and Furious was so funny. Yeah. And we had a lot of the gods, but nothing Black Adam related. And I don't know if because Black Adam comes out first, and then you have Shaz uh, Shazam in January. So. I don't know. Maybe an end credit scene in Black Adam teases something. Maybe, but maybe that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Black Adam going at Shazam, Zachary Levi and The Rock. That'd be a good movie. They, men they mentioned the Flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. 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 We're, we don't talk about him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, they had Black Adam, the official te uh, official teaser trailer for it. We got a lot more looks at some of the Justice Society in this one. So here we go with it. My powers are not a gift, but a curse. 
Destroyer of this world. Or you can be its savior. The world needed a hero. Instead, they've got me. also going to be a really good movie yeah yeah uh, definitely not, a lot of better not a lot of Dr. new Finn info that right that was the big part of the trailer mm -hmm. was yeah it's gonna be fun i'm ready for that one too they've dragged it out long enough it's uh yeah, i mean it's been going on for like 14 years or something like that since they first announced it and we're still waiting yeah. on it so i mean <laughs> you know <laughs> oh man Let's see. All right, let's get to our... So that was DC. That's really all they had. I mean, they had the cast of both shows come out and talk for a little bit. Of course, mm -hmm. The Rock came out with a, a very cool... Um, what was it? Like, he came out, like he was elevated, and he was in his suit, and there was lightning behind him, and then smoke came up, and of course, he said the, the line, the DC universe is about to change, and then went lights down. He changed out of his suit, came back into a normal clothes, and talked about the film so cool it was pretty cool it was a good one but here we, we're getting a lot of fun stuff coming up with marvel animation panel so the marvel marvel animation panel was on friday everything else is on saturday with uh, mcu being last night on saturday night and we got a lot of crazy things out of this animation panel we're gonna go through each one and you can see it here on screen for all the youtube watchers and chris uh because i'm gonna show some artwork that they showed off Marvel Studios confirmed we will see our first look at both Spider-Man freshman year and X-Men 97. We're also expecting an update on the What If spinoff Marvel Zombies. I Am Groot first trailer and poster was premiered here. The first trailer for the adorable I Am Groot shorts was released online after its debut at the panel. Comic-Con attendees were also shown the first episode, Groot Takes a Bath, early. Just says after one of the episodes, Magnum Opus began showing in select theaters. So we'll watch the trailer first. And this is a five-part um, mini-series. I don't imagine these episodes are going to be long at all for I Am Groot. But it's just a fun little it's also, thing. It's also not canon. No. It's just for entertainment. Because this is like so. kid Groot. Yeah. Not our, not our teenage Groot that we have. So here is the trailer for that one. Hello. <laughs> I love how they're playing up the big cinematic releases. Right. It's so menacing. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. 
We get this before she hold. Something I really appreciate about Disney Plus is their their new their logos for each of their shows, like this one right here, where it's the green with his little branch coming over, and then it turns into the normal logo. Absolutely love that. This is going to be a fun show, just a fun yeah. little something to hold us over until She Hulk, and then go from there. Um, let's see. Spider-Man Freshman Year. The first details were revealed for the Spider-Man Freshman Year animated series. The panel delivered looks at new pictures, villains, friends, and even details about season two. Surprising fans, Peter Parker will begin his journey as Spider-Man with the help of Doctor Strange and Daredevil. Yes, voiced by the one and only Charlie Cox. Freshman Year will debut on Disney Plus in 2024. Um, there was an article that's rumored, so I didn't really put that in any of our news, that uh, Tom Holland is not voicing Peter Parker here. So I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, there was only one website that reported it, and it looked super sketchy. So I'm like, I don't trust you. So I really don't didn't want to put that in. Yeah, yeah. It would be weird for them to get Charlie Cox to do the voice and of Daredevil and not. Yeah, and not have your main Peter Parker. So right. um, here's some of that artwork, Chris. So here's our animated Spider-Man. Okay. Which is like these are like almost straight from a comic book kind of artwork. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? This is his first suit. I love the little jersey with the spider on it. Yeah. Um, and then here's his Peter and Friends. Complete different cast. Everyone says this is not canon, which I would have thought this would have been canon, but like none of these characters are in any of the movies. So. Right. And then you've got the villains. You've got Doc Ock, right. Scorpion. Um, I don't know who this flame guy is, but like, there's a lot of villains for this. And then Doctor Strange. Because in the show, in the movie, he does not know who Doctor Strange is until uh, Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it probably isn't canon then because um, like he's never met Doctor Otto Octavius. Mm -hmm. He's met the other, uni the other universes. Right. Otto Octavius, but he hasn't met one. Yeah, it's... I was under the impression when they announced this, this was going to be canon. And it was just going to be animated to how he got his powers and everything, and just be a short little series for that. But I guess we're not doing this one. And then here's Daredevil yeah. in it, the black with little That's accents of red. Interesting. It's from choice. the comics. Yeah, but I mean, you're thinking, okay, Spider-Man freshman year, they're going back kind of the his beginnings. Mm -hmm. You would think that they would. <laughs> Kind Which, of go back to Daredevils as well. Right. So, well, because, uh, we're going to have more news on Daredevil later. Don't don't yeah, you worry, yeah. Chris. Don't you worry. A little uh, bit. And then here's the Spider-Man suits that he evolved from. Which freshman year as well, he did not have this suit. The main red right. and blue one. Until Tony Stark. So, don't understand that. we got Future Foundation here. And then mm -hmm. you've got a stealthy looking suit. Then whatever these are on the end <laughs> i've got i've got no no answer for you or what those are uh, i'm sure we'll find out yeah uh, also revealed was a, a design for not norman osborne who is said to be the mentor in this series akin to tony stark this is verbatim from civil war this picture except it's yeah. tony stark 
and hot uh Aunt May. Yeah. This is your like this is him talking to Norman Osborne again. And then it's Spider-Man's Disney Plus series MCU Canon. It was first announced was during Disney Plus Day. It was marketed as Canon to the MCU. However, this latest list of updates appears to confirm the upcoming Web Slinger series will not connect to the larger MCU. Instead, it is expected to be part of the multiverse. I don't know why they do it that way, but you know, I guess that's something they wanted to do. That's what they wanted to do. Um, what if season two Marvel Studios has announced that what if season two will debut sometime in early 2023 a delay from the previously reported 2022 release date with season three already in the works panel attendees also got the chance to watch the first episode what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra stomper and received confirmation Elizabeth Olsen will return as Scarlet Witch in the series they also confirmed this weekend this weekend as well that the Madam Hydra we saw in Doctor Strange and the um Multiverse of Madness is not the one from the What If series. Which I'm like, okay. sure. But also, I meant to bring this up at the beginning of the show. Everything, we're, this is spoiler filled. So if you're not caught up on Thor or any of the previous MCU shows, movies, um, you're going to want to skip a lot because we're going to talk full spoilers. Of course, it is our movie review is this week is the spoiler filled, uh, what we thought of Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. So just want to preface that for everybody watching and listening. Marvel Zombies made a huge splash with the announcement that it'll be rated TVMA, the first Marvel Studios project to be rated as such. The show will officially include many face four faces in its undead survival crew, including Kate Bishop, Yelena, Shang-Chi, Miss Marvel, and Jimmy Woo. There were also looks at zombified versions of Icarus, Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel, and more, which is what we are going to look at, I believe here. They should have all, yes. So if you look at this picture here, we've got Zombified Scarlet Witch. You can see Abomination here, and I don't know who this is in the back, because this is Abomination right here, which is what you think is that, who that is. Um, you got Zombified Yelena here. Zombified, I think this is Hawkeye, maybe. I'm unsure. Um, you've got Miss Marvel, and then you got a half-spliced uh, Captain America there. Or Captain Marvel, sorry. And then we come down here to our heroes of the show. You've got Yelena. Uh, Hawkeye, Jimmy Woo, which I think is hilarious. He's got this little ragtag thing. He's got a card in his hand. Yeah, Shang Chi looking really cool with his rings. Then Miss Marvel, the forget the uh, Death Dealer from Shang Chi. Red Guardians coming back, and Aquafina's Katie is in this show. So I'm excited about that one. And then you've got the Scroll yeah. Biker Gang is in it, and then former Black Widows. Mm-hmm. And then here's your zombified Icarus. Don't know how they're going to do that, but everything about this is TVMA, and it's going to be fun. I'm really excited about all that. Definitely be a fun show, which we will review here as well. And then X Men '97, Marvel showed off new looks at the X Men: The Animated Series follow-up, X Men '97. The new show keeps the art style and characters of the original, adding new characters such as Sunspot, Cable, Bishop, and Nightcrawler. Marvel Studios also confirmed that second season has already been greenlit. X Men '97 will debut in the fall of 2023, and we've got some new pictures from it. Here is our cast, which classic is, animation. Yes, so. and I'm so excited about it. And here's our new characters: Sunspot, which is the yeah. newer one of the newer X Men. We got Morph, um, Cable, Bishop, Bishop, Forge, and of course, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, so cool. I mean, the original comic look at Nightcrawler. I love it. Absolutely love it. 
here is our some of our villains. We got Emma Frost, Callisto, Val Cooper. Oh, this is Mr. Sinister, sorry. And here's Frost and some a couple other people. And then here, the leader of the X-Men. It's not Charles Xavier, but Magneto. And it's classic Magneto suit. So nice. looks great. I can't wait. I'm curious to see how he leads the X-Men as well. And then now it's time for what Chris has got the logo behind him. It is time for the MCU mega panel. Here we go. Marvel's uh, Hall H panel at Comic-Con was now, has now concluded, and there were plenty of surprises. Read up uh, to date on the latest MCU news, including Phase 4, 5, 6, and the Multiverse Saga. They started off with, this is kind of out of order, but we're going to come back to it once we go through all this. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, a new poster for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, revealed the first looks at Ant-Man, Wasp, and Cassie Lang Stinger. Additionally, this poster includes the first peek at Jonathan Major's villainous Kang the Conqueror. Footage from the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was shown to attendees at Comic-Con, but not here. Not for the public. I'm excited. This kicks off, officially kicks off Phase 4. This movie does. You pull up that poster? I sure can. It's a it's oh, a really it cool poster. Yeah, look at yeah. I mean this is very well done, and I love the Cassie Lang. Look, you see the converses on her. Uh huh. That's really cool. And then Jonathan Majors looming in the background. His he's about to blow up. He uh, this film he's fun. This film is meant for me because it it actually comes out the day after my birthday. See, they made it just for you. Yeah. That's it. So, let's see here. Um, Happy birthday to me! Right, starting off phase five. February, February seventeenth is when that drops. Oh, so we'll watch it Thursday on your birthday, too. Yeah. So, I mean, look at there. Yeah. Starting off phase five with a bang and your birthday. Captain America: New World Order. Captain America Four has officially gotten its title called Captain America: New World Order. Anthony Mackie will star Sam Wilson in the newest entry in the franchise, carrying on the mantle from Chris Evans' star Steve Rogers, of course, from the series we watched, Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Tatiana Maslany's She-Hulk Attorney at Law received a second trailer at Comic-Con, which we're about to watch. Uh, and we're going to watch it now before we read on. Here is the She-Hulk number two trailer. Much better than the first. Correct. Have you seen this one? You saw this one, right? No, a normal amount of rage. You do revert back to Gen 4 when you sleep. Was the air horn really necessary? For comedy, absolutely. This is a multi-year you're about to embark on. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your best friend? Nikki. I was really expecting her to say Jessica Jones. is your best friend. Being a Hulk asks for balance. This is funny. <laughs> you have so much more to learn. Yes! So I'm clearly nailing it at all these things. If you want to go back Thunder to your life as a lawyer, I, I respect that. He doesn't mean that. She broke the fourth wall there. Yeah. I noticed that, like, on my second viewing, oh, wait, wait. she just broke the fourth wall. Humans are coming out of the woodwork. Uh, Frogman. <laughs> we are going to launch a division for them. And I want the She-Hulk to be the face of it. Jennifer Waters. 
Then I stay. Abomination, baby. I a serious conflict of interest. This man tried to kill my cousin, Bruce. Yeah, that's quite all right. Oh. <laughs> People the only care hit because one. I'm representing Emil Blonsky. I yeah. think they care because they're like, hey, that girl's green. Jen, do your thing. God, I really like this outfit. I'm not proud of this. Saying, yeah, in the it's the wonks of you, baby. Our universe is on the edge of a precipice. He's the new Nick Fury. Yes, he is. We do things by the book. The book of the shanty. No, the book of America. Nice callback to multiverse. Whether you like it or not, you're now a superhero. Let's do this. You know that friend you had in high school? Way cooler than you were, attractive, got all the attention from everyone. Hello. Mm -hmm. I think I'm jealous. Is that what I'm feeling? It <laughs> flicks the camera off. <laughs> and finally, yellow and red suit, Daredevil. Uh -huh. Dude. <laughs> yep. I can't wait, man. It's going to be oh. so good. Like, my expectation my first... for that show just skyrocketed after watching that, that trailer. Yeah, my first thought when I saw Daredevil was, there's two options here. He's either warning her that she's a target for assassination, and that's how they introduce Elektra. Mm -hmm. Or she needs help with a case, and he's going to introduce her to Jessica Jones. Yep. And because she knows him as a lawyer and everything, too. And I mean, dude, we're getting we went from a point of not knowing the existence of the Netflix Marvel shows to now having Daredevil in like four different new things. And we'll talk yeah. about it when we talk about the we'll get the phase, the phase four, five and six timelines. But I mean, he was in Spider-Man. We had no idea about and we, now he's in She-Hulk. No idea about and then some other things we'll talk about here in a minute. But I'm like, we he's had a glow up, and I'm really excited about it. Spider-Man was great because the uh, the scene that we thought he was going to be in right. wasn't the scene he was in. It's so good, man. This I'm telling you, it's so good. Um, among others, the trailer confirms the return of Charlie Cox's Daredevil in the series. Thunderbolts. Kevin Feige officially announced Thunderbolts, a team-up movie featuring some notable villains of the franchise. The film will debate on July 26, 2024. The Thunderbolts movie will be the mark the end of the Marvel Studios of Phase 5. So when we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Of Thunderbolts was greenlit. Obviously, they're talking about it now. Uh, but July, uh, so we've got two years till that, that movie comes out. Which, when we we're about to watch, look at the timeline here. But it shows a lot. Um, and then we got this bit of great news here. Actually, I want to go... And do let me get to this it. This is in order. Yeah, I want to do the the calendar. Let's do the instead of the. Here there we go. go. So this is officially Phase Five calendar. Phase Four ends with Black uh, Panther in November, and then Ant Man and Wasp: Quantumania starts off Phase Five next year in February seventeen. So we got Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania February 17th, 2023. Spring 2023 with Secret Invasion. They showed off a clip at, um, at Comic-Con for people to see. 
and everyone said it. He had Nick Fury. He had two eyes, and he was chasing down some scroll, and it looked more like a thriller uh, TV show more than anything. And I'm like, that sounds fun. And um, Colby, yeah. Colby, what's her last name? Plays Smolders. Yes, she was there on. Uh, she was the only one there from the show, and was talking mm-hmm. about it. And she's back as Maria Hill. And when was the last time we saw her? Because I don't. Um, was it Agents of Shield? And- no, I think it was the last scene of Infinity War, right? She's with Fury when oh, he sends Captain Marvel. Yeah, that's a good call. The distress. Man, it's been that long since we've seen her. Uh-huh. Um, May 5th, 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which it was said to we'll talk about it here in a minute. Um, summer 2023 is also Echo. They're filming it now. Loki Season 2, Summer 2023, also being filmed right now. Uh, the Marvels, July 26, 2023, after seeing Miss Marvel, and we talked about it last week, I am even more hyped about that one, more than I was before the TV show. November 3rd, 2023, Blade, with the worst logo I think they have could have made for this, to be honest with you. Looks like a squiggly three, an eye, I don't know, a french <laughs> fry with some ketchup on it. Uh, anyways, fall 2023 is Ironheart series. Blood, Blood. Oh, okay, you know. And then we got a change for Agatha. It was supposed to be uh, the House yeah. of Harkness. It is now the Coven mm-hmm. of Chaos. And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with that. That's, that's, that's a good change. Much better. And yeah. then our series we are getting in spring 2024 is Daredevil Born Again. And this is an 18-episode series with Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio coming back for the roles. And it's been, I wonder if... We'll get to it here in a minute because I'm sure they've got more here to talk about. And then Captain America New World Order, May 3rd, 2024. And then Thunderbolts was July 26th, 2024, which ends Phase 5. We talked about that just a second ago. I want to see if they talked about this. Uh, Yes, Daredevil Born Again. Uh, Marvel Studios announced that Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio will return the roles of Matt Murdock and Wilson Fisk to the new Disney Plus series, Daredevil Born Again, which will have 18 episodes. Um, I was told, I've read somewhere that it is before the Netflix show, after the Netflix show. I might actually have this article. Actually, that storyline, it's a Frank Miller storyline. Yes. And they already did it as the third season for the Netflix show. Hmm. So, I'm not sure what. Yeah, that's a good call. I I guess the first two seasons are canon. And now they're redoing this this plot point. I'd be okay with that. I'd be fine with that. Um, it isn't clear if the show will be a direct continuation of the series or not. The canacity the of the former show has been a hotly debated topic amongst friends. Um, odds are that Born Again will selectively acknowledge previous stories, but not strictly adhere to every single event that happened. Hopefully Marvel will at least bring back Bullseye as the villain is perfectly set up at the end of Season 3. So, good point there. Uh, let's see what else. Agatha, Covenant of Chaos, which we talked about. Loki Season 2 we talked about. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 premiered footage of the of the movie at San Diego Comic-Con, which offered new, detail, new details of Gamora's return and villainous high evolutionary. Director James Gunn also delivered two exciting casting confirmation, but they also said this is the end of the story. He said, because everyone was booing him there. He said, I'm not saying people are dying. He said, he said, I'm not saying everyone dies. He said, but I'm saying every story has an end. And he goes, and this is the end of my Guardians of the Galaxy story. So, I mean, there are obviously going to be cameos and things, but this is the, I think this is James Gunn saying, hey, you know, we're done. But I'm doing, done with the story. So, good for him. 
And then let's go to our phase six calendar schedule, which they did not really reveal a whole lot, but phase six starts off with November 8th, 2024, Fantastic Four. So, I mean, we're just two years away from that. Not too terribly crazy. We should start getting uh, casting news, I would feel like, soon. Uh, maybe yeah. D23, they announced this. Um, At least one or two of the title characters. Mm -hmm. And then, like Infinity War and Endgame, we've got two movies here. May 2nd, 2025, Avengers The Kang Dynasty. And then, what was it, uh, May, June, July, August, September, about six months later, we get November 7th, Avengers Secret Wars. And that will end Phase 6 and end um, the Multiverse Saga, which is Phase 4, 5, and 6. But if you look here on this picture, we've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 missing titles for Phase 6. One of those we know should be Armor Wars. Correct. And the director of it already said, yes, it is still in the works. So, Yeah. So it should fall somewhere in there, mm -hmm. which leaves what? Shang-Chi 2, uh, maybe? Shang-Chi 2. Are we going to get another Spider-Man film? It, that's Everyone has noticed that if you notice in Phase 5 and Phase 6, no Spider-Man movies. Right. So, we, I mean, the Sony deal is still up in the air, I guess, right now. But... I'm very curious to see how um, they're going to do that. One thing I think we are going to get, if we can speculate a little bit here before we get any further. Um, you mentioned Black Panther closes this phase. Mm -hmm. I think we meet Dr. Doom. Oh, you think so? I, I don't think he's in his comic costume yet, but I think we'll meet a Victor Von Doom because... <sighs> I want nothing more. At, as we'll see in the trailer, um, Wakanda uh, gets a little wet. Mm -hmm. You know, Chris. And yes, <laughs> the 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 ruins of Wakanda are the headquarters for the Cabal in the comics, and uh, Doctor Doom is part of the Cabal, along with Namor. Yes, by the way. Which was confirmed for this movie. It's been hinted at, rumored, and for sure hit. And then they ended the panel off with Black Panther and Wakanda Forever. Ryan Coogler in the full cast of Black Panther Wakanda Forever took the stage at Comic Con to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman and reveal exciting new details about the movie. And the first trailer was shown, and everyone brace yourselves because as I have told Chris and as I have talked about um, off camera and everything, this is by far the best trailer I think I've ever seen in my life. I know for sure MCU-wise, but best trailer ever made, I feel like. So let's jump right into it. Um, and here we go. A lot of this is from the funeral scene. Yeah. Good friends we are, and good friends we've lost along the way. In this great future, you can't forget your past. 
if she didn't get an Oscar for this, um, I don't know what's wrong with you. him but that looked like Daniel Craig at one point in the uh in the trailer. What part? Uh it's after this. It's it's after where you're at. He's it's just a brief scene of this guy with combed over blonde hair, you know, parted on the side, mm. sunglasses. Looks like an agent. Um I think it's coming up. Um oh, this is a very cool shot by the way. That, I'm thinking that has to be a flashback scene. This one? Yeah. Well, I don't know because it's just her. If, if that die, I know, but she says her entire family's gone. Shuri, mm. as far as we know, is still alive. Right. So what happens to her? Oh, Would they I, give I, that away in a trailer? Oh, that's a good point because this could be from uh, Endgame. After the well, snap. Yeah, after the snap. You know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, it gets me every time. Yeah. I wish I'd noticed the timestamp for when he. So, I think it's right, right around here. These are all. You see how they all have mouthpieces on? This make. I guess that's uh -huh. them breathe on on land. Uh -huh. But I like the Aztecian. Yeah. Vibe that they went with with these. Yeah, absolutely. Him. That's Martin Freeman. He's been okay. in. Uh, he was in Civil War and uh, Black Panther. The first. That's one. right. That's right. So that's old old Shorty McGee here. I'm really glad they brought him back brain fart and then this one right here um, riri williams yeah our iron heart if tony stark the... can build a suit in the cave she could do it in wakanda cutting the heart into the chest yep. plate so cool man god i could watch this just forever uh but that is it for our comic con so, coverage as so far as our big shows go the speculation now has to begin who is Black Panther. Yes, that is that's the question, Chris. Um, I I really hope it's not Shuri. I mean, we we've talked about that countless times, and the fact that she did not get booed last night kind of irks me. Um, we also I think it's either I would love for it to be Mbaku. I read somewhere last night that that was leaked that it's him. You know, because he oh, almost yeah. got it before uh, Chadwick Boseman did. Or before T'Challa did, and or someone has also said it could be his the love interest. I forgot her name from the first one. Um, she was right at the beginning of it and did the uh, what was it, the little raiders and hunters and things like that. She was uh, in there as a refugee, yeah. And her, so I don't know. We will see. I, I mean, think Mako is probably my my bet. I I would be okay if you would. I watched the full panel. Someone had it uh, leaked on YouTube. I'm sure it's already taken down, but they didn't have like the scenes. They took out like the trailers and the scenes that they showed, but they had the cast up and everything. And when he came out on the stage, that crowd went wild for him. And like he even did his whole Mbaku thing. Like he was going. I forget what the exact uh, wording is. 
when he did the Yahweh thing. And it was like, oh, oh, the whole crowd was going, oh, oh, it was awesome. And I'm like, you guys, you have to put him as Black Panther. I mean, there's just no way. So I'd be okay with him being it. What do you think's going on with the with the ship? I don't know. Like, I don't understand. Like, the whole square the cutout. Has, see, that, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe Dr. Victor Von Doom is, oh. is there. Doing something, and Wakanda gets blamed for it. Because Wakanda and... Uh, is it Atlantis? Name. Like Namor's people? I forget what they're uh, yeah. are. Yeah. And, at, at, at Atlanteans, yeah. And they're always at war. So for some reason, they, could, they never see eye to eye. They've been at war from the beginning of time. And uh, that much I do know from the comics. So I'm really curious to see how we get Namor. Like how are we going to get him? How does he fit into the bigger picture of the MCU? And why hasn't he shown himself since? Yeah. Is he obsessed yeah, with the Eternals? Is that the the baby Celestial? Did that upset everything? And that's why he's making a comeback? Is it Victor Von Doom? Is it something the Wakandans did? I mean... He's very uh, vengeful yes. in the comics. So you would think when the snap happened mm-hmm. that he would have been... <laughs> would have been trying to figure something out. Right. He would have wanted to know what the hell just happened or yeah. whatever. So, oh, I mean, there's a lot uh, of questions here. But a whole lot of questions. Best best trailer. Period. I mean, yeah. there's just there's nothing there. I'm gonna watch it again when we get done with the podcast. Um, <laughs> let, let us know down in the comments below, ladies and gentlemen, which one was your favorite trailer? What was your favorite bit of news coming out of San Diego Comic Con? We're gonna talk about some other things, but nothing major as what we just watched. But we will talk about those here as well throughout the show. But let's get right into that. We're getting back to our normal uh, show here. TV. Chris, what you been watching and what did you think of uh, American Horror Stories Season 2? Well, the first episode dropped. It was really good. Um, Jamie said, she goes, oh, tell Chris that I loved it. So, whatever that meant. I'm assuming it's about that show. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, So, she loved it. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. So, the reason, I think I texted you Mm -hmm. about it, and it does at the very end, they take what, to that point, looked like it was not going to tie into anything. It was going to be like a standalone story, and they tie it into Coven. Yes. Which was the third season? Which was, I think, Jamie's favorite, so. Yeah. Yeah, they tie it into Coven. Um, So, I don't know if, it's hard to tell with them how they... It's kind of like Marvel. You know, mm-hmm. They may or may not tie this in and, and kick off a whole new season. We don't know. But uh, it's really good. It's all set in a... This uh, this doll maker has a life-size dollhouse. And <laughs> he's he caught his wife, to give the backstory, he caught, he caught his wife cheating. Oh, of course. Uh so he has she and her lover thrown down this well on the property. Uh, and now he's looking for a new wife and new mother for his son. So when he gets these women that interview for a secretary job, if he thinks they're a good candidate to be a wife and mother, he'll have them kidnapped and taken to this house. And they have to dress like dolls and wear masks like dolls 
and hmm. uh, he puts them through a series of tests. And if they each round, the one that fails the worst gets killed. Oh, because that's just normal. You know, yeah. Here comes Perfect. you know normal Jane here trying to get a secretary job, and uh... <laughs> yeah, but it uh, it it loops around pretty good. It's got a good ending to it, so. You know, I'll, I'll take your word on it, Chris. Um, I have. It's not really. <laughs> it's not really all that scary. Yeah, just more of a thrillery kind of. Yeah, that episode at least. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't get hooked. Cannot get hooked on the show. I have been, Chris, watching Big Brother. Of course, this is going to be a crazy week coming up. We got a two-hour uh, thing tonight to watch whenever it airs in a, uh, 35, 40 minutes from now. But I also have watched. The Flash season eight, yes, Chris, all twenty episodes in one week. Uh, again, one of those shows that you know anyone could just be doing anything on other screens and have it going. Still cheesy. Uh, yeah. It's it's normal. Some acting's really bad. Some acting's really good. Storylines are a little wonky. Uh, we had a major character death this season, and. And then we had the John Diggle wrap-up. So, still don't know if that was a ring or not. He throws the box um, after talking. Like, it was, it sounded like the ring, but the box didn't ever show the ring. It showed a green light. And then the box closed, and he threw it, and he said, I'll never be, he goes, uh, Ian Barthol asked him, he goes, what did you see? He said, I saw me never seeing my family again. And he said, I can't have that. And just threw the box, and it disappeared. So, John Diggle is not John Stewart. We're a Green Lantern. <laughs> how many They're years just, how many years Chris did we get that just to be just for that <laughs> they're they're wrapping up the Arrowverse stuff yeah. they're I think next year is it for the Flash I, I think so too I think it's due time it'll be season 9 and I would be okay with that it's our last yeah. Arrowverse show too which I absolutely hate but there was also that one point remember that John Diggle was getting his own show the Justice View uh huh uh, I haven't heard anything else about it, so I don't know if that's still going on. Probably not. But which would have been really cool. I think cool. Warner Brothers. Is, yeah, yeah, I think Warner Brothers and Discovery are. They're realizing that they need to, like they said, they want to do a reset so that they yeah. can do this properly and. Mm. Kicking the cur- kicking the good shows to the curb. Yeah. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Speaking of things that are. I feel like it's worth it. Um, Netflix lost its lost nine hundred seventy thousand subscribers in Q two, going to HollywoodReporter.com by J. Clara Chan. Netflix lost nine hundred seventy thousand subscribers during the second quarter, performing better than its expectation of a two million dollar two million loser loss. The company disclosed on Tuesday. During the first quarter, when Netflix lost 200,000 subscribers and spurred Wall Street and Hollywood to reevaluate the economics of the streaming business, the company warned that it expected to lose an additional 2 million subscribers during that. Remember, we reported on that earlier this year. Though the quarter still ended with a net loss in subscribers, the streaming giant is projected it will add 1 million subscribers in Q3. On what show, Chris? I mean, you have to have a reason for people to come to Netflix, and they're expecting a million people. To, they're essentially expecting the 970000 they lost to come back. And I'm like, if Stranger Things didn't do that, because that was in Q2, what's bringing people back? Yeah, I think they, they lost fewer people than they expected because of Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, and that was a, talked about, but now we've got several years until the next one. Yeah. So... I don't know what they're gonna do. I, uh, makes uh makes no sense. Lower, to me. 
lower the price would help. Well, you know, they're getting ready to do that paid subscription, no house sharing thing soon. Mm-hmm. So that's going to make people lose it. I mean, I would, if I didn't have the shows I had on there, I would leave. But because I'm, I'm attached to ev- literally everything else. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Leakin and Denai Guerrero are, will return as Rick Grimes and Michonne in a six part limited series on AMC. Now, Chris, if you remember, this was supposed to be a movie. And yeah. I'll get into that. We're going to amc.com. And this article does not give us a who the byline was by. Well, that kind of sucks for staff writer at AMC. Uh, AMC Network announced today at San Diego Comic-Con that Andrew Lincoln and Denai uh, Guerrero will reunite for a new series, the expanding universe around The Walking Dead. The series will continue the journey and love story of the Rick Grimes and Michonne characters. Lincoln and Guerrero, who have been actively involved in conceiving the creative and the continuation of their character story, made the surprise announcement while on, both on stage uh, as part of the final panel of The Walking Dead at Comic-Con. Scott M. Gimple, Chief Content Officer of The Walking Dead Universe, will serve as showrunner on the series, which will begin with six episodes in 2023. Quote, This is a moment fans of The Walking Dead have been waiting for since Rick disappeared in the helicopter early in Season 9, and Michonne journeyed away on a quest to find him the following season, said Dan McDermott, President of the Entertainment AMC Studios. What a great surprise for the fans of the final Comic-Con for the series that launched this universe and made television history. We couldn't be more excited for a truly epic series finale later this year and to see Andy and Denai return in a new series they helped create. One of three new series coming in 2023 that continue the stories of so many iconic and fan-favorite TWD characters. I'm, I'm sorry. Three new series <laughs> coming in 2023. <laughs> I mean, you you kill one off. Let's make three more. Hail Hydra. I mean, I really think that's why this became a series instead of a movie. Mm -hmm. They realized they missed their window to go into features. And and they got to the point where everyone got tired of the stories. It was just going on and on and on. and. I'm not going to say everybody because obviously people still watch the right. show. And... Enough for them to make three new shows out of. Yeah. Well, and that could just be a rights thing. Maybe they still have the rights. They're like, we need to do something with it. Yeah. So, uh, um, I mean, good for them, I guess, you know. I would have rather it been a movie, but I also haven't watched the show in five years now, maybe. That's another yeah. one I need to try and get back to. And maybe I will, but I know my addictive personality and don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Zack Snyder will guest star as himself in Teen Titans Go. We're going to Variety.com at Carson Burton. The director behind DC films like Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Donna Justice, and, Jack, and Zack Snyder's Justice League will voice himself and guest star appearance on a new episode of the popular Cartoon Network show Variety has confirmed. The news was announced Saturday during the Cartoon Network Winter Takes presentation at the San Diego Comic-Con. The panel for Teen Titans Go included executive producer Pete McHale, alongside voice cast members Greg Kipes and Tara Strong. Snyder is set to appear in the series' 365th episode, fittingly titled 365. And due to the landmark nature of the installment, the Titans decide that they need to make the, this episode as special as possible. Thus, the younger superpower team head to the Warner Brothers lot and find the perfect director for the special chapter. The episode will premiere this fall. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had no idea there was going to be 365 episodes. So, this is sort of unrelated to this specific bit of news, but kind of not. Um, when we watched the trailer for Shazam, mm-hmm. 
They use images from Zack Snyder's Justice League. Correct. So, is it canon? I don't know. They said no. They yeah. said no. But they keep referencing it. Right. Why, He's still why involved why in... Well, why have him in this? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I don't know. Teen Titans Go is a funny show. Stella has watched yeah. it a couple times, and I love it. Like it's Anytime it's on, I want to watch it, because it's uh, funny. It makes I, fun I of just, itself. I just wish they were more clear. With Warner Brothers? Uh. <laughs> Releases this week, Chris. Wednesday, July 27th. High School, the musical, the musical, the series. Um, its new season comes on Disney+. Plus. Thursday, July 28th. Harley Quinn's new season on HBO Max, which I think that's one show we need to... Take a look into. I've heard yeah, nothing but great that. things. Uh, we, we've got time. We do. We do have time. Mm, okay. Thursday, July 28th, Pretty Little Liars Original Sin on HBO Max. Don't know what that is, but I put it in there. Friday, July 29th, Paper Girls premieres on Prime Video. That is a, uh, I think it's a Dynamite Comics adaptation mm-hmm. of the same name. Sounds so, right. But I've heard uh, it's going to be good. And then that's it yeah. for TV news and i'm going to stop talking for a good minute so i can catch my breath <laughs> we're just gonna sit in silence right <laughs> no seriously i'm uh so with movies i'll just ask you for a quick yes or no did you watch anything else this week no nothing else this week i was busy okay. with listen these are live feeds chris it's i say it every single week it has now taken 20... my wife's life too so 20 episodes of The Flash and the Big Brother live feed, and you're pretty much done. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty tapped out and trying to catch up on all the San Diego stuff. <laughs> all right. Uh, I did watch a couple things this week. So I watched, uh, last week I had watched the first Major League movie. So I finished out the trilogy. Hmm. Uh, I watched you Major League. Third one, right? You know, I, I didn't think that I had, but when I was watching it, I was like. Some of this is definitely familiar. Mm. So I had seen it probably when it came out back in 1998. And it's been 20 you know, years since, give or take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually thought it was pretty entertaining. It's I would put it on par with the second movie. Well, that's good then. You know, yeah, it's, it's not it's not terrible for sure. Um, so we're here to talk Love and Thunder. Spoilers. For Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Next week we next week we will do Spiderhead, which I realize sounds like the type of movie we would not typically review on the show. <laughs> um, At least not until September and October. <laughs> well, you know, it sounds like it could be for adults only. Yeah. Okay. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Um, but we swear we've been told it's good. Mm-hmm. Or Love and Thunder. Oh. There's so much to get into because there's so little we talked about mm-hmm. two weeks ago because we didn't want to spoil anything. Um, one of the big plot points here is that Jane has cancer. Yes, which was straight from the comics. Uh-huh. She's, uh, she, she's worthy to wield Mjolnir. And she believes that that will help her mm-hmm. because it heals her basically when she, when she wills God. it. So. 
But as they find out by the end of the movie, every time she turns into Thor, her body becomes weaker because it can't withstand that transformation. It so it doesn't have the it doesn't have energy to fight when the cancer returns mm -hmm. when she's just Jane. Um, and yes, it ends up killing her. She Which is uh, so sad. Thor tries to convince her to take the treatment and rest up and give her chance to herself a chance to survive so that they can be together again because they have kind of reignited things to a point mm -hmm. during the course of the movie. Um, and she initially agrees, but then realizes that they need her help to stop Gore and wields the hammer. Well, they don't realize it. She realizes it and helps him out to fight right. Gore at the very end. Right. Because Thor was like, uh-uh, you're not, you're not touching it anymore. Yeah. So. So she ends up dying. Uh, but technically, she died on the field of battle. Yep. So therefore, she, we find out in the end credit scene, she has gained entry into Valhalla, and, and she's welcomed by Heimdall. Oh, absolutely loved it. We hadn't seen the re the, so the last of him, and no, oh, so good. No, I wish he was from the from the standpoint of the actor with Idris Elba. I wish he was a different character. Yes, they cast him at a time before he had really taken off. Well, that's even before the MCU had really taken off. Yeah, but. I think he was on the, uh, I think he had just started the show Luther mm -hmm. over on the BBC. Yeah, that was right around that time. When, when they cast him. So I think that's one thing that if Kevin Feige had known how his career was going to go and how he was going to show himself as an actor, he would have put him in another part. He might have been Blade. That would be really cool, too. I mean... Could still have but, the multiverse, you know. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's that's really one of the two major storylines here. I think. Jane. Have we talked about that the reason it felt so jokey and everything? There's a theory being thrown around. Have we talked about that theory? I don't think so. Because no. a lot of people, us both included, said it was really more jokey than it was uh, on a serious note. But people are mm -hmm. saying that at the beginning of the movie, it starts with Korg telling the story, and it ends the movie with Korg finishing the story. So the reason it's so, so jokey, he's because he's, he's seen it, we're watching for his eyes, and that's why it's so, you know, jokey like that. That's, that's a that good makes theory. sense. I wish they'd made it clearer if that's what they wanted yeah. it to, because it comes off bad. Yeah. In some parts like screaming goats <laughs> you hated the screaming goats <laughs> they were funny the first couple times and then when they crashed into the planet that was good but it was all the other moments they they're constantly screaming and it's like all right i'm over this and everyone in the theater stopped reacting to it uh, ours was laughing every single every single one and i was like yeah this this is not yeah, they've they've gone back to the well too often for the joke, and mm -hmm. they killed it. 
I think um, my favorite part of this movie was the end with the kids, um, where he says, you know, give everyone here the power of Thor temporarily, um, temporarily. to help me fight it. And it's just really a, a very cool scene because this is, a lot of people have said this is like an epilogue to Thor's story because we've, we've yeah. been through everything with him. We've done all of his main storylines at this point and having this be like an epilogue because he's already super powered. I mean, he gets Zeus's mm-hmm. lightning and becomes even more kind of supercharged. Um, mm-hmm. I liked the, the sub sub subplot of Thor wanting Mjolnir back, but um, Stormbreaker was very jealous of Mjolnir and it coming out of the, the screen that one time in new Asgard was so funny and the fact that they kept doing it, you know, kind of like the screaming goes over and over and over again. At some points, I was like, okay, this is kind of getting annoying. But they did have those com- the comical beats to it. Um, and then the the end where Thor is now a father to Gore's child named uh, Love. And it's, it's Chris Hemsworth's actual daughter playing that character. Now, she is in the MCU with um, Stormbreaker. With Chris Hemsworth, uh, with Thor back as with Mjolnir, and they're going around the universe, uh, saving people. So cool, and such a setup for Young Avengers. Just there's no way that they're not setting it up. And we talked about Phase Six earlier with all those blanks. Young Avengers, there has to be a setup in there somewhere. But yeah, because I'm they're setting that up so hard right now. They're and that's got to pay off yet. I think that's what a lot of those blank spaces are. I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if you don't get a Young Avengers, uh, a New Avengers, a mm-hmm. Dark Avengers. I think they could sprinkle all that in there and just right. be because they're gonna they're gonna introduce these teams for Secret Wars. Otherwise, you don't have Secret Wars. Right. You know they they they've got to fill that with characters to actually have a battle. So. Um, we we kind of danced around two weeks ago uh, they don't show Gore's kills of the no. other gods they they just kind of skim over and he's really not a bad guy mm-hmm. like, I know that sounds weird but he's grieving the loss of his daughter because a god then, did not step in to help him right and when he he meets that god mm-hmm. and he believes he's going to paradise because he looks at this oasis in the middle of this desert and the God's like, no, there'll be more people to take your place to worship me. I don't care about you. So he, the thing he hinged his entire life on is gone and his Mm -hmm. daughter is now dead and he snaps. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. And that's what makes this character such a good villain because it's almost not a villain. You know what I mean? Right. You really understand his viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So it, the only thing that makes you want him taken down really is the fact that he goes after Thor. Right. I mean, other than that, that's he he's going around killing all these other gods, and we see the aftermath of some of them. But mm-hmm. I feel like, and like you were saying, if, if they would have put those killings and made us think that okay, this guy really is a bad guy, and he's killing him, or make him more of a threat rather. And at not one point did I feel like okay, this guy could kill Thor, um, just right. because we didn't. You keep killing the God Killer, but we all saw him kill one God, 
And right. it's like if, if it would have sprinkled in some of those scenes, it would have been a little bit different. I think it was a great way to portray that Thor is not like all these other guys because these other ones just would have let those kids go on. He never intended to kill these kids or do anything with no. them. There was just bait for Thor. And yeah. turns to find out that Thor is a one of those good guys. When Gore was dying, you know, I forget what line he said, but he said, yeah, you know, if he if he trusted uh, love to Thor, that's a pretty big deal. So yeah, it was yeah. really cool. He he tells him Thor tells him something along the lines of, um, you can you can have your revenge. Or you can bring your daughter back. Right. Make your wish. Because he's made it all the way to eternity. Well, that was so his... So he gets a wish. And that was his wish? Because everyone thought it was, in the whole movie too, that he was going to wish all the gods dead. But no, he was going to wish for his daughter back. And I'm just like, so many misconceptions here, you know? Miscommunication. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy. Yeah. It's really, there's there's elements along. We get uh, we get some uh, some Darcy. Mm-hmm. One scene, which which one was better than none. It would have been yes. better if she was. I would have liked to have seen her more involved in New Asgard. Yes. You know. Um. Oh, we got Melissa McCarthy. In got the Melissa play McCarthy with uh, the play Matt Damon and uh, along and Luke Hemsworth. Liam. Liam. I don't know why I said Luke. Liam. So it was Liam I, I lost it during that scene. <laughs> I'm so it glad was, they brought that back. But see, but see, that's what I'm talking about. You know, that was funny. Mm-hmm. The other stuff through the film was funny. It was just, it's like they went back to some stuff so much. And then to not have some of the gore kills in there. Right. I think if you'd replace some of that humor with some of the actual kills, it makes it more relevant i i did like we um, got the scene of uh jane and thor after thor 2 dark world where they were a couple and living together and they were both montage, doing their jobs yeah. i thought that was very well done caught us caught up uh-huh. and we found out you know what happened to jane yeah and they just gripped jittered apart because of their jobs and the one big funny thing we got out of that was in thor's phone nick fury is under nick furry and just a stupid spelling mistake, but it was just so stupid and funny. Like it, it made the whole theater laugh at mine. And mm-hmm. I was like, God, it's just it's like that stupid stuff that Marvel does well. And you also had a, uh, a a nice deal where they we get that nice comedy beat with uh, Sif, mm-hmm. where she she thinks she's going to Valhalla, and he's like, Well, technically, you didn't die in battle. <laughs> she said, Just let me die. I'm ready to go to Valhalla. Well, technically, you you didn't die in battle. <laughs> she like, said, "What?" He said, "Your arm will go to Valhalla, <laughs> but not you." <laughs> and then we see her at the end training Heimdall's son, Axel, which it is did, fantastic. It's a very cool scene. We see Valkyrie training a whole new set of Valkyries. So, mm-hmm. very well done. Very well. We do get the Guardians in this. Yeah. We get them at the very beginning. Like um, five minutes of it. Yeah, they see Enough, the. Though. They see on the screen some of Gore's um, places he's been, where he's killed some gods, and so they, they take off to try and help in those areas while, while Thor, 
we follow Thor on his main quest. Right. So. Mm. Um, I want to see it again. Somewhere. I don't. I don't know what comes out of this though. I mean, outside of Love, mm-hmm. who could be a young Avenger, and outside of Thor still being around to put together a new Avengers, right? Or an Avengers West Coast. Um. Uh, what comes out of this movie? Mm-hmm. And that's where it comes into the phase four. Because from the article from last week, we we do get the mid credit scene with um, with Hercules. Yes, Brett Goldstein. Um, we don't think that's going to be a new four movie, though, right? Or do you think it's just going to be somewhere? I'm trying to think of where they'd put it. Right, unless up. it's Guardians. Uh, that's a good point. They could Somehow do it in Guardians. But where else would it where else would it land? Right. Not in phase five or six that we've seen so far. No. So. I, I can't. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's almost gotta be a Guardians thing, I would think. Right. I don't think we're gonna get a Hercules movie. No, there's no way. And I don't think we get even a show. Mm-mm. Because I mean, Dolan, th- he'd be hunting Thor off of that mid-credit scene, and we don't even know. I mean, Thor and Taika hadn't even heard about a new movie yet, so mm-hmm. we'll see what comes out of that. But that's a good question. Where do we see Hercules again? Is this one of those characters they give us, and then they're like, he's three phases away? Oh, bring God. Back I later. hope not. That's just too late. <laughs> Way too late. I mean, they they could have the actor voice him in a what if episode or something like that. That's true. Because he could do that. So maybe he shows up on She Hulk. Don't tempt me. <laughs> that show's already All right. better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Tied to this though. We wanted to finish our discussion of does Phase 4 feel directionless? I think now no. Cause right. This, this we, article's a little outdated we, at this point. <laughs> we, we know where it's going. Uh, we just don't know, what, like like I said, we don't know where the um, the Thor storylines go. Mm-mm. It's the Love only thing I'm left in the air right potentially, now. Yeah. Love's potentially a new Avenger mm-hmm. or a young Avenger. Which I think would be awesome to see that movie. Yes. The Even just the, the montage of her and Thor just going through yeah. the universe with uh-huh. the painted on Mjolnir. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, she paints a little design on Mjolnir. <laughs> little little tassel at the end of it too, connected to it. It's <laughs> just so great. Oh man. Um, on to the news. If are is there anything else you no, want to add? No, that's all I really had for it. Okay. On to the news, we have Madam Webb starring Dakota Johnson, Sidney Sweeney, Emma Roberts, and Adam Scott has been delayed to October the 6th, 2023. Mm. Another Sony Tom, thing that I'm like, hmm. Yeah, it's, at this point, if you're Sony, it's like you keep making these movies, but if they're not canon... And they're all bombing. <laughs> and they're all bombing? Why? Yeah. I'd rather have the sure money and sell the rights back to Disney mm-hmm. and be done and with it. And put it into other projects that make you more money. Yeah. So, what do we know? 
uh, and they're going to need more money because <laughs> they gave Tom Hardy $20 million for Venom 3. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it, though. <laughs> no, no, offense, no offense to Tom Hardy, but why? Yeah, that's because the, the movies don't even make close to that. You know what I mean? Or they make, no. they make more than that, but it's, that's not a smart budget. Uh, but, no. <laughs> Give the CGIers and animators more. Personally. I'm just not. Well, it's they're not that big of a box office success. Yeah. To give the star twenty million. I loved it. One and two. I still need about the second one for. I'll never forget going to the theaters and watching that with you though. Venom two. <laughs> Let there be carnage. It was a uh, that was an experience, Chris. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. Um, releases this week we have in cinemas DC League of Super Pets July twenty ninth. And then Deadpool 1 and 2 and Logan are now on Disney+. Plus. And Tyler, real quick, that's also another thing people have been asking. No Deadpool 3 mm-hmm. in the MCU timeline. Could fill one of the empty spots in Phase 6. That far away, though? That just... Because they've already been working on it, right? Yeah, Is it done they, yet? Uh, I don't... No, they're not... They haven't started filming yet. They started... They've started the script for it. Okay. And that's the last I think we've heard about it besides with the, like, the director stuff. But I, I, I think it's a Phase 7 movie. Phase 7? I think they, they want to introduce the mutants. I think it's going to be a that, part of the X-Men, X-Men part of things. Because we don't, also don't have an X-Men title either. I, I honestly say instead of calling it Deadpool 3, just Deadpool. Yeah. And make it clear that Unfortunately, there's no way to continue the story from the previous ones. We need to work him into this, and we should start kind of anew. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. It's a lot of people were thinking because this that news dropped on Thursday that all of that was going to be starting on Friday, and then the panel is on Saturday. So everyone's like, "Oh, what does this mean? Could this mean something's coming up?" And everyone was like, "No," because even BD asked on Twitter. He says, "This is a sign of something that's going to be announced." And everyone said, no, internationally, all those movies are already on Disney+. Plus, So it was just for the United States that they came here. So I was like, oh, okay, that kind of squanders that. So Yeah. All right, Chris, I got to know, have you been playing any video games this week? Anything fun? Uh, same stuff. I've got five more XP levels to get through on Ultimate Team, and then I can delete that game and wait for the new one. Um, I'm kind of excited for the new one. I, I do this every year, and I've said it every time, every year of the podcast. I just I had that itch for it. You too. I play like a game or two, and I never touch it again. <laughs> so you do. I'm, I'm, I'm at like, that point oh. right now. I want to play it again. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's he's gonna get into mutt or something yeah. this year, and you, you never do. Just it's, just it's the same cycle. I, I at least I know you it's an the, issue. I know it's an you issue. You did the same. You did the same thing with MLB the show. Yep. Played it when it came you to Game like, Pass. Oh. Played two games and said, "All right, that was fun." <laughs> I got to play Outriders or something. Uh, play, uh, Destiny had their uh, Solstice season, Solstice event start up this week. Mm-hmm. I am two things away from being done with it, and then not playing until the new season comes out at the end of August, beginning of September. But other than that, I've, I mean, I really hadn't had time to play video games. I've obviously been watching Big Brother and doing everything else and then it's jamie's birthday this weekend so i won't be Uh-oh. doing a whole bunch this weekend either so besides having big brother on my phone at dinner or something 
Um, uh, two new stories here this week. The biggest one, Grounded is the latest video game that's being adapted for TV series. Going to Deadline.com at Peter White. Grounded is the latest video game, like I just said, being adapted for TV. The Xbox video game, which was inspired by Bugs Life and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, is being adapted by Star Wars Clone Wars writer Brent Friedman. It marks the latest video game to get the television treatment following the likes of Netflix's Arcane and Paramount Plus's Halo. The series, which exists in the same universe as the game, follows four friends who... Uh, the summer before high school planned big things to elevate their social standing, but their plans are upended when they stumble upon shrinking technology that makes them two inches tall. Now the four shrunken friends must learn to survive in a towering backyard that's a jungle full of enormous predators and hiding a vast corporate conspiracy threatening their entire town. The game's fun. It's on Game Pass, and it's not that long, but it's like your more of a survival builder kind of game. It's, it's fun, and this will be a good series that I will be watching just because... It's a video game adaptation, and that sounds like something I want to watch. That whole little synopsis right there, I'm in. And then speaking of Xbox, the next one here, Discord Voice is officially coming to Xbox. I'm going to uh, news.xbox.com. This is by Eric Voris, Principal Program Manager, Player Experiences and Platforms. Get ready to connect with your Discord friends and communities on Xbox. Discord voice chat is coming to your Xbox series and Xbox One console. You'll be able to chat with anyone on Discord via voice channels or group calls directly from your console, making it easy to connect with friends across mobile, Xbox, and PC. The update will start rolling out to Xbox Insiders today and be available soon to everyone. Uh, today's update enables a highly requested feature, the Discord voice on consoles, allows you to talk with your friends and community while playing your favorite games. Planning a few rounds of multiplayer action at Halo's Infinite with buddies on both consoles and PC. Exploring new biomes with your friends in Minecraft. See them already playing a game that supports crossplay. Connect to their voice channel and chat as you play. While you're playing on your console, you'll be able to see who's in the call and speaking. You'll also be able to adjust the sound and switch between Discord voice and Xbox game chat. Awesome. This is huge yeah. news right here because... You know, we use Discord to record our show, and uh, when I play games with people like on PC, I use Discord. Like if I'm playing on Xbox and things like that, but this makes that streamline so much easier, right here. Yeah, and it's beautiful, and I'm so glad they're doing it. And it's shocking because PlayStation and Discord made a deal, made an agreement and partnership uh, earlier this year, and it's still not on PlayStation, but it's on Xbox already. So maybe we're just the beta testers for PlayStation. Who knows? Noble new releases this week. Multiverses for PC, uh, PlayStation 5 and 4, and Xbox Series, Xbox One, July 26th, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3, July 29th on Switch. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been this week's episode of the Nerdwide Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening for our San Diego 2022 coverage. We hope you really enjoyed this show and enjoyed the new features of us watching trailers and things like that. Again, if you're an audio listener, I apologize. A lot of that first half of the show was trailers and artwork and everything from the show. I implore you to go look at YouTube.com, search in Nerdwide Podcast. It'll be the first thing to pop up there and watch the first half of the show and see what we're talking about. Um, let us know if the, again, the audio too loud, too low, couldn't hear me or Chris over the trailer. Just let us know down in the comments so we can improve it as well. Uh, don't forget to share on all your favorite social media platforms. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcasting app and service on social media. You can follow nerd white on Twitter at nerd underscore Y me and personally at Ty underscore Haynes, Chris at MavT and seven on Facebook, go, uh, go to facebook.com, go to the little search bar, search in Nerdwide, Nerdwide Podcast, or Nerd.com, whichever one it is, we're the first ones that pop up. Those two ways are the first ways you can know uh, when the episodes post, and they'll be linked directly there. 
thank you so much for watching this week's episode. Cannot wait to come back with you next week with Spiderhead, uh, the Chris Hemsworth and Miles Teller movie. It uh, looks really good. looks action-y, and I'm about it. So we will see you then. Thank you so much for watching this week's episode of the Nerdway Podcast. Thank you, guys.